1: Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production, available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson On Demand. Not against you, Winnipeg. I'm not against
2: the Jets. When are they going to face Facts? Kevin Sheveldayoff said last week, the general manager of the Jets, once we get our guys back, once we get Eilers back, we're a different team. Darren Dreger, whom I love like family, was singing from that same hymn book, and I'm like, I just don't see it. And I think at some point they need to wake up and smell the coffee.
1: This is the Rod Peterson Show.
2: Oh, it absolutely is. Hello, Canada and Canadian sports fans around the world. Welcome to the Gray Eagle Resort and Casino. Welcome to the RP Show, Daytime Sports, and Entertainment Talk. We've been saying for a while that we're adding the entertainment component to the sports talk. And today, in moments, you're going to see why. Very special guest joining us right out of the shoot in just a couple minutes' time. I just want to tell you what else is going on besides that special guest in moments. The most famous mustache in Canada. Maybe the continent. Lanny McDonald, the Hockey Hall of Famer, will be joining us right down here at Grey Eagle Resort and Casino right here at the Stage Bar. So we've got two hours of great sports talk, some legends on the program. And before we go any further, we have breaking news today on this Tuesday morning. NFL Network's Ian Rappaport is reporting the Green Bay Packers have signed the reigning NFL most valuable player, Aaron Rodgers, to a four-year, $200 million extension with $153 million guaranteed. Again, that, that's bell-ringing worthy. Aaron Rodgers not leaving Green Bay, four years, $200 million. The deal makes the 38-year-old quarterback the highest-paid player in NFL history and takes his salary cap number down. The new contract also that? settles years. Right, the new contract also settles years of unrest between the player and the team. Rogers was set to enter the final year of his four-year, one hundred thirty-four million dollar deal, with trade rumors still swirling. Aaron's not going anywhere as of this morning. And uh, listen, we're going to get to last night's NHL game in the Saddledome in moments here in the warm-up. Calgary had the NHL held the NHL's top two producers off the score sheet. And Flames forward, Tyler Toffoli scored twice in a 3-1 Flames victory over the Edmonton Oilers in the latest chapter of the Battle of Alberta. This was chapter number three of this year's war. And uh, for the Flames have padded their division lead and the Oilers continue to struggle. They're out of a playoff spot as we sit here today. So those are some of the things that we're going to be talking about. But I'm very, very excited to welcome to the program Michael Bluestein of the band Foreigner. Keyboardist composer, songwriter, producer. There he is, Michael, joining us from beautiful Orlando, Florida today. How you doing, Michael?
3: Fantastic. Great, great to be here. It is you great to right? have you.
2: And listen, I absolutely can. You sound great. You look even better. And listen, I'm not, I'm 30 years in sports talk. Used to be a DJ, but it was country music. I haven't done a lot of artist interviews. I, I can say this. Coming through COVID, you've got a rescheduled Two nights here, March 19th and 20th with Foreigner. What has the last two years been like for yourself and the people of the entertainment industry?
3: Well, roller coaster is, I guess, an understatement, right? You know, because it's sort of been the the sense of, okay, we're locked down for a while. You know, nothing. We're not doing anything, obviously, touring ground to a halt. You know, they sent us home. We were up in uh, Minneapolis, Minnesota, in that area in uh, March of 2020 and they sent us home uh you know we're home for not doing anything are you hearing me already i've lost you yes you're good you're fine okay you're good there you are great i i was saw you and then i didn't see you so i just just uh, wasn't sure what was happening anyway uh yeah so you know we were home we were everything was ground to a halt but you know there was a silver lining there cuz uh i got a chance to do some some creative projects some home studio stuff uh, you know, with, with with some artists that I work with and my own things. And, and you know, I, I, you just got to kind of adapt. I mean, as musicians, we've been adapting, you know, with, with the changing times, with the Internet, with streaming, you know, live music coming to the forefront. You know, it, 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 it's, it's all a game of adaptability. And that's, you know, that's what we did.
2: Well, I got to ask you, uh, this is going to be not your typical interview, Michael. And I apologize just talking to a sports guy here, but I will say that I've been a fan of Foreigner. Forever, when I was the voice of the Raiders, we opened our broadcast with Urgent, and it still remains my favorite song ever. Do you have a favorite song that you perform in your set list, you personally, of the Foreigner hits?
3: Yeah, you know, it's, God, what a, what a collection of hits to be able to play <laughs> night after night. You know, uh, we, we like to say sometimes it's like, it's like cheating when you have that set list, because it's like, you know, you don't have to win anybody over with tunes they don't know or that they don't love. You know, it's the sense of like you get out there right, right after, hit after hit. You know, just they just keep coming. Uh, long, long way from home is a big one for me. <clears throat> Although I've gotten more of a feature lately on Urgent. So that one, you know, it changes, you know. It's like sometimes, you know, you're really psyched about one tune. And then, as I said, they've, they've given me a feature on Urgent recently on the keys. So that's, I would say Urgent kind of has moved up to... Hot spot as well. <laughs> awesome.
2: So, that, so yeah. we, we are uh, we're parallel on that. Well, I won't ask you what your encore is going to be in that kind of thing. You got to come out to the show for it, March nineteenth and twentieth. And here's another one as a sports guy: the players all remember every stadium they've played in, every arena. Grey Eagle Resort and Casino. You guys have been here. I have seen you, your por- posters on the wall; it's all signed. Do you remember playing this beautiful venue uh, behind my shoulder here, Grey Eagle Resort and Casino, in lovely Calgary, Alberta?
3: I'd be lying if I said I did, you know, um, uh, you know, as the years go on, especially in the casino world, you know, some of them are, are beautiful and great facilities, but there, there's a, a blurring effect that happens over time where they, they you know, they, they don't stand out as much, you know, but, uh, you know, I mean, I remember playing Royal Albert Hall in London and Red Rocks in Denver, uh, Pretty, at Carnegie Hall in New York pretty well. I, I did some, some name drop in there. Uh, but, you know, sometimes, honestly, the casinos do tend to blur together a little bit.
2: Listen, I get it, but that'll be up to the crowd here in Calgary and Southern Alberta to make it memorable for you when you do come. And speaking of that, what kind of show can they expect? Because there's not that many tickets available left, but there are some at com. What kind of show are they going to see, Michael, when they come out here March 19th and 20th?
3: well it's high energy and uh again you know it's the the sing-along factor you know i i just i i guess I, I wax a little philosophical when i think about when i talk about songs that we grew up with and that we love you know i mean i think i think music really has the, the ability to imprint itself in our memories you know certainly for me as a kid growing up in the 70s you know i mean tunes you know that that stuff in your formative years it, you know it imprints itself on you and and i know that a lot of our fans in that demographic people in their 50s 60s you know and then their kids that grew up with the stuff have a, a special emotional attachment to these tunes so so i'd say that you know we're, we're it's it's a it's a nice trip down memory lane it's 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 There's nostalgia, there's a love, uh, there's memories, um, there's a lot of that, you know, and it's high energy, it's rocking, it's entertaining. We have a blast. Everyone pretty much has a blast, so (laughs) there you go. That's funny
2: that you are in, yeah, that you're in Florida where there's really been no restrictions, where I spent most of the winter. You're coming up here and we've just taken the masks off. There's no six feet, there's no 50%. The place is going to be full and rocking. And I know that they uh, can't wait to see you, Michael. So I'll let you go other than is there anything else that you'd like to add uh, regarding this ahead of your trip up here March 19th and 20th?
3: No, that's, I I think we covered a lot. I'm I'm really happy, you know, we're all really psyched about this mask mandate being lifted. You know, it certainly makes the concert experience a lot more, you know, real, a lot more intimate. You know, there's. I mean, I've done shows where I've had masks on. It's it, it, it's a weird thing, you know. We, we've never done that, but uh, I've done smaller shows myself where I have. And it's, yeah, I, I can't, you know, for as an audience member, as a performer, it's it's, it's a bummer. So I'm glad that we're, we're moving in the right direction here, and, and we won't have that restriction.
2: Back to normal, March 19th and 20th. We're there now, but we'll see you that weekend. Michael, thanks so much for this. Thanks for being so cool, and can't wait to see foreign up here in a couple of weeks.
3: Absolutely, man. Yeah, we're really psyched, and we'll see you really soon.
2: There you go. Michael Bluestein, keyboardist from the band Foreigner. Very talented guy. And you can get your tickets now at greateagleresortincasino.com. So I appreciate everybody writing in with their comments, their favorite Foreigner songs. Uh, Tacona Pauly in Winnipeg says, Jukebox hero. Of course. He wants an author coming through Winnipeg. Why wait? Why not just come to Calgary, right, Bobby? Come on! How bad do you want to see him? Come to Grey Eagle Resort and Casino. And I'm glad that I hit on uh, my favorite. Is his favorite urgent? Jason and Red Deer says I want to know what love is. Is that a question, uh, Jason? <laughs> how about come that? on down? Wayne in Victoria, B.C. says, Foreigner is one of my favorite bands. They have some of the best rock ballads ever written. How about that? And Roger in Calgary is watching. He says, dang, I got to brush up on my Foreigner hits. Just Google it, man. That's what it's there for. Jukebox Hero, Cold as Ice. Urgent, as I mentioned. It'll be a full set list of um, hits. Okay, back to sports, because that's what we do. But I... (laughs) I don't mind uh, venturing into the entertainment world. You're going to be seeing more and more and more of that in the weeks ahead with our partnership at Gray Eagle Resort and Casino. But I'm going to re-up the top story of the day. And there's NFL Network's Ian Rappaport reporting the Green Bay Packers have signed Aaron Rodgers, the reigning two-time NFL MVP, to a four-year $200 million extension. Honestly, the biggest thing that I love about this is it's relief. We're not going to be hearing where is Aaron going where are the trade destinations? Why he's upset in Green Bay? Which, frankly, I can't wait to get Moose on here in the next segment. I see that it's 11-11 in the motherland, too, by the way. It's 11-11, Bob. He does Bob. He has no idea what that means. There you go. The opportunity portal is opening. Pay attention to your thoughts. The deal makes the 38-year-old Aaron Rodgers the highest-paid player in NFL history and takes his salary cap number down. Are we surprised by this? I'm a little surprised by this. And the Moose will join us next segment. We'll, we'll get into this a little bit. But it is hockey season. We're in, we're in Canada. So I'll go back to last night's NHL games and the one-timers. And I said it off the top. The Flames held the NHL's top two producers off the score sheet. Neon Leon and Connor McDavid. It was all about the Tyler Toffoli show last night. The Flames won 3-1 over the Edmonton Orders in the saddle Dome. It was not sold out. It was almost 2,000 shy of a sellout, but it was close to a sellout. Johnny Gaudreau contributed an insurance goal in his 50th assist of the season for the Flames, which continued to top the Pacific Division with a 14th win in their past 16 games. Jacob Markstrom stopped 27-28 to 28 shots. The, capacity, the, uh, the attendance was 17,246. The arena holds 19,289, and Devin Shore scored the lone goal for the Edmonton Oilers, who remain two points out of a wildcard berth. Elsewhere... For the Leafs fans, Austin Matthews scored. uh, He became the first player to score 40 goals this season. Peter Mrazek made 31 saves, and the Maple Leafs held off the Blue Jackets 5-4. In Buffalo, Alexander Barkov had a goal and two assists. Florida won its third straight 6-1 over the Buffalo Sabres. Anthony Duclair added a goal and a helper. Noel Ackeri, Carter Verhage, and Patrick Hornquist also scored during a four-goal second period. In Boston, Trevor Moore tied the game with 26 seconds to go in regulation. And then in overtime, Andreas Anathio scored in a breakaway for the L.A. Kings in a 3-2 win over the Bruins. And finally, Cale McCarr, Calgary kid, played in the A.J. with Brooks. We all know that. Hit a goal and an assist. Nathan McKinnon had a goal and two helpers, and Colorado held on to beat the New York Islanders 5-4. So that is your Monday night NHL one-timers. And I want to talk a little more about uh, those games, the Flames game, and you're going to love what Moose has shown up with uh, wearing today in honor of his favorite NHL team. The poll question today for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center, let me pull it up here, on my smartphone. We put our heads together in the morning meeting, came up with this. Who's the most coveted trade deadline acquisition, which is coming up in now 13 days? Monday, March 21st is the NHL trade deadline. Your options are The Flower, J.T. Miller, P.K. Subban, or Ben Sherratt? And I've got a vote. I voted for the flower. Marc-Andre Fleury, he's leading on Twitter with 43%. Do we have enough of a body, a sample size on YouTube? What are they saying? 67% say Marc-Andre Fleury. And, of course, Chicago is ludicrous if they don't. And to be honest with you, look at their brand-new general manager, their 33-year-old GM, Kyle Davidson, who nobody has... Not that you have to have played to be a successful NHL general manager, but nobody has pointed out to me anywhere that he played. If substance It's the biggest trade that he'll make so far in his long, young general manager career, Mark andre Fleury, the top most coveted trade deadline piece dangling in the National Hockey League here. Uh, by the way, J.T. Miller, second most, 32%. Ben Sherratt with 22%. And then P.K. Subban, 3%, which I think he just came on the market. Just within the last 24 to 48 hours, his team told him that he's not going to be re-signed. So he'll be available. By the way, point two, I guess, of our quick six show topics. We'll get into the rest later on with Moose. But at the Briar evening draw last night, wildcard twos, Matty Dunstone held on to beat Alberta's Kevin Cooey 8-6 to remain unbeaten despite a miraculous quadruple takeout by Cooey. Canada's Brendan Botcher defeated Saskatchewan's Colton Flash 8-6 last night. Ontario's Glenn Howard squeaked past New Brunswick's James Grattan 5-4. And PEI's Tyler Smith defeated Newfoundland's Nathan Young. And already they're on the ice again this morning. So I appreciate those that are sticking with us to watch today, despite the fact the morning draw is going on at the Briar. This is a secondary poll question, and it's only for the Saskatchewan viewers of the RP Show right now. And it is. Who represents Saskatchewan's best chance to win this briar and end the drought going back to 1980? Is it Matt Dunstone, who proved last night to be an absolute weapon? Or Colton Flash, who's actually there representing the province? Who is the best chance right now? I think you've got to say Matty Dunstone, as uh, they're unbeaten so far at the briar. When we come back, we're going to talk about Calvin Ridley being suspended by the Atlanta Falcons for, and the NFL for the entire upcoming season for... Admitting to betting on games. We're also going to talk about the CFL's Hamilton Tiger Cats filling out their coaching staff. What else do we have here? NHL games tonight. They're readying for Ovi to come. Like he's the only Russian that's going to come through here. But all the media is talking about Ovi coming to town. Oh, he's from Russia. Ooh. Moose joins us next. This is the warm-up. You're watching the RP Show on the Game Plus Television Network. We're live, we're live from the stage bar at Gray Eagle Resort and Casino on Game Plus Television. Also live streaming on YouTube and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com.
1: Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You got to subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed.
2: gray eagle is the place to be we are on the air with episode number seven hundred and eleven of the rp show seven eleven moose i didn't get slurpees take a big gulp <laughs> yeah baby hey march madness is uh, coming join the rp show's march madness bracket and you could win some great prizes just visit our social media channels and sign up Or click the link in the live YouTube chat now. Producer Clark is going to put it up there. Just nine days left to enter selection. Sunday is March the 13th. And by the way, the BCLA is the best continental professional basketball league in the Americas. It's coming to Calgary. March 14th to the 16th, live at Winsport Arena. The top leagues in the Americas are represented, including CEBL champions, the Edmonton Stingers. We'll see you there. We're going to be at Winsport Arena, the home of Hockey Canada. Take in the action. You can get your tickets at cebl.ca. So, Moose, you've been buzzing around the casino. Uh, it's a great day here. A That's great awesome. day to be alive. We've got a live studio audience here, and the breaking news this morning is the Aaron Rodgers contract. Before we get into Calvin Ridley being suspended, mm. I bet you Calvin Ridley's happy that Aaron Rodgers signed a two hundred million dollar four year deal. Nobody's talking about Calvin Ridley anymore today, no, because of Aaron and our good friend Arash Madani noted. Uh, vikings fan same division as the packers a rash putting on twitter investing nearly half a billion dollars into a quarterback with one super bowl appearance career who has ongoing playoff failures truly hilarious <clears throat> so the question good deal or bad deal i literally i, I see these figures and say i don't care anymore i I've, would tend to go with a rash but i mean you're a vikings fan you have no room to criticize a rash, and you know that. How much are you paying? What are you paying <laughs> Kirk, Kirk Cousins? Yeah. $30 million a year can even get him into the playoffs. I think he's speaking with his heart, not his head. But what do you think about this deal?
4: No, I think it's a good deal. It lowers the yeah. cap hit, which allows more flexibility. They still have to figure out what they're going to do with Devontae Adams, who's a free agent. You know, He's ripe for a franchise tag, which they may use on him. But this uh, you know, opens up a little more money for that. And you get the, the lower cap hit by throwing $153 million up front. You know, so so Aaron's not going anywhere. You know, just because yeah. he signed, he's not going anywhere now because they've committed the dollars. Um, here's the thing about Aaron and, and watching it from the outside is, yeah, there's only the one Super Bowl appearance. I get that, or the one Super Bowl which he won. But when you watch him, he's a two-time MVP. Green Bay's always a threat, just because they stubbed their toe in the playoffs. They're always a team that you're expecting to win. You don't want to play, right? And they're always going to be there. So just simply by bringing back Aaron Rodgers, Green Bay's probably in the conference championship game. They'll probably be there. You can probably book it. And if they get Devontae Adams back, that'll go a long way. So, no, I think it's worth every penny. One thing I don't think people understand
2: is guys like Irash and I, and I don't put you in this club. Okay. Sometimes we say things for a reaction. Like, I would just say, as a Viking fan, you have no room to criticize anybody, particularly the Green Bay Packers, right? Yeah. So I'm just saying, I think, I think rash is just getting a little emotional with his, his take. Uh, we've got Dakota Prescott, who, we being the Dallas Cowboys, America's team, at least got us into the playoffs. I mean, with all his bonuses and everything, he was over $40 million. I think he got more than Mahomes. Right. Um, you asked me my thoughts on amari cooper being released on friday because i never got to it on the show but he's due to make 22 million dollars a year there's 17 million over the cap somebody's gotta go this is math that's what i don't like about the offseason right we all just say play the game right right but i just think i'm with you i think the aaron Rodgers deal is a good one i would think any packers fan thinks that it's a good one
4: yeah well and there was talk that he negotiated deals and when You know, they say that that's the agent, right? Trying to figure out, okay, well, if he decides to go here, what can we get a deal done? Do you have enough pieces to move? Can you fit him under the salary cap? And then I can go back to Aaron and say, okay, there's a deal that could tentatively be approved with Denver and Tennessee's got a deal done and Pittsburgh. These are all teams that would agree to what we've proposed. So what do you want to do, Aaron? Right. Um, you know when you think about that it's 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 about value right are you bringing in a guy who's worth the money you're going to pay him and can you bring enough pieces around him to, to put a championship team together
2: Uh I'm just checking the text line the 902 text line is open 902-518-3033 pick up the phone and text RP It'll come right to the Great Eagle Resort and Casino here I want to hear from you all And uh there are some messages that have come in but none that have tickled my fancy that I would like to read So I'll continue. Uh, Jeff, the Stamps fan, writes in and says, Arash sounds jealous. He does sound a
4: little like a jilted lover there. (laughs) Right? (laughs) He's not even that good. Exactly. One super pull. (laughs) What a loser.
2: It's like that song, Rockstar. He's got a 12-car garage, but he has only got six cars. (laughs) What a loser. (laughs) Um, Uh. Randy from The Peg. Rogers the drama queen. That's why I called him Karen Rogers. But I don't think we can call him that anymore. He <laughs> did just Well, but I didn't mean it. Uh. Anyways, as I say, Calvin Ridley probably the happiest guy in the world that Aaron Rodgers has dominated the news cycle, but this is my fourth point of the Quick Six show topic here. By the way, Lanny McDonald coming up live in Hour 2 right here at Gray Eagle Resort and Casino. If you want his autograph, come on down. But we got to get to this. Atlanta Falcons wide receiver Calvin Ridley has been suspended for the entire 2022 season for betting on NFL games last November. The suspension announced by NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell on Monday is for activity that took place while Ridley was away from the team addressing mental health concerns. The NFL says the betting took place during a five-day period in late November 2021. Ridley was placed on the non-football illness list following Week 8 last season, which ended November 1st. The team released a statement Monday in which it said it cooperated with the league's investigation in the last month. Even before the suspension, Ridley's future with the Falcons was in doubt. He sat out the final two months of the season after he was a last-minute scratch before the team's 1913 loss to Carolina on October 31st. At that time, Calvin Ridley said on his Twitter account, I need to step away from football at this time and focus on my mental well-being, unquote. We do have to spend a minute on this. I know where he placed the bets. It was the Hard Rock Hotel and Casino, which you've seen my Instagram story when I'm down in Florida. It's that guitar-shaped hotel okay. that I put on my You've seen it. Yes. He was there and it's kicked off quite a debate here for one for those that have admitted to mental health concerns right here diagnosed and have fortunately coping with them and will never overcome them but beating winning the war yeah he left the team for mental health concerns and then went and bat on games unless he appeals this which incidentally he's not appealing it at all he's like i did it you know what i mean like you could you could conceivably say i wasn't in my right mind i'm sorry but he's not even doing that right he's so he's going to be out 11 million dollars this year like i said they've examined his head they might want to examine it again because he's laughing about he's laughing about it did you see his twitter i did he's he's like i'll come back healthy he said i'll bet you 1500 dollars i don't have a gambling problem so they might want (laughs) to check on him again right So where are you? It was less than 10 bets. I know. And none of them were on his own team. They had no evidence that it was on the Falcons that he bet. So I'm guessing you have a lot of thoughts.
4: Yeah. I mean, I don't think there's an issue if it's you or I, and we're going to place bets. And then, you know, the next year we end up signing in the NFL as a coach or, you know, we're not signing as players, but, you know, if we do, we're not in the NFL. I think when he's taking this mental health break, he's in the NFL. I don't think him gambling and the mental health breaker are, you know, related. Like, if that's how you're dealing with stuff... I mean, Prove that it's not. No, I know. I can't prove that it is or that it isn't. But if yeah. that's how you're... If you're just going out and, and saying, you, to deal with mental health, I'm getting rid of football. And if you're getting rid of football, I'm, yeah, I'm going to go bet on the game like a normal person. I'm going to go to the on a resort vacation. But the difference is you forget that you're just on a break. You're still... You shouldn't be doing You're this. still an NFL player. You're still contractually tied to the team right so you're still in that circle so it's that inside information the insider trading you shouldn't be betting on the sport you're involved in even if mentally you've separated yourself from that and for this time being you've considered yourself a normal member of society you're not because you haven't retired You're, you're not a free agent right you're still a member of the football team so it is wrong I feel like we could spend two solid hours on this, and quite frankly, when I
2: was uh, in my car this morning driving up to the airport to get my good buddy uh, Bob here, I was listening to Fan 960. They did a couple of segments on this, and I was of this mind, because as a certified mental health coach, here's the thing. You can say I'm struggling. That's fine. You're still going to be held accountable for your actions despite the fact you're struggling, right? And in the case of Calvin Ridley, he better have a damn good lawyer unless he's taking his punishment like this and realizes I shouldn't have done it. If I was him, I would say I I wasn't in my right mind. Can I get a pass? He's not saying that. He's like, I'll sit out and come back healthier next year. Well, I'm a little surprised. In the chat, one of our viewers says, admitting to betting on your sport is wrong. B. Henderson, watching on YouTube, says, I'm sure lots of athletes bet on games but just don't get caught. That's kind of what they're saying. Like, I'm not a better. Never have been. Just don't really enjoy it. I'm cheap. I've said many times, I'd rather spend $2 on a cup of coffee than a spin on the slot machine or whatever. But that's just me. Is this harmless? It's not harmless. Clearly, the NFL, do you think it's too harsh to suspend a guy for an entire year when he's suspended for mental health issues? Is it? You get where they're coming from.
4: Yeah, you don't think it's too hard? No, and it's nothing. And honestly, I don't think it has anything to do with mental health issues. It, him being, it's him being still tied to the team. He could have been suspended for something but else. He was he, off for mental health for issues. sure. But he could have been documented. Off, but he could have been off for drug problems. He could have been off for family issues because maybe he had a relative going through. He could have been I'd off. Let's say for, he blew his knee up. It could be any reason. He could be off. Can't be betting because he's connected to the team. Right? You can't bet on the sport that you're involved in. It's just it's that's But I wasn't in my right mind. It's as black and white as it gets. This is this is the uh, you know, the athlete's version of a zero eight. Oh, I'm kinda just being devil's. No, of course, of course. Here. And that's it's good. It develops the, the conversation and but it's the same thing. It's black and white. You know, we don't there's no sympathy here. Well, Aren't
2: you just a mean son of
4: a bitch? And especially with, well, betting is becoming such a I I hope you never thing. get in trouble. You're not going to be let off the hook. Yeah, but I'll, my situation will be different. <laughs> we won't get into that. But, you know, it is gambling because it's coming in, and it was such a taboo thing, and now it's trying to be more mainstream, and we're regulating this, and we need to do it safely and make it very socially acceptable. We can't be doing things like having the players who are playing the games and are talking well, to the coaches and the game plans betting on these outcomes. Gambling,
2: a tax on the willing, as they say. Yeah. Right? Mm, Randy from the Peg says pro athletes should not be able to bet on their sport. No, they can't. But as Robin, who's watching in the Gateway to the North, says in the chat, just the difference in sports. NFL, you're gone for a year. And uh, MLB, you're gone for life. Plus no Hall of Fame. Very good point there, too. But I think if Calvin Ridley's guilty of anything, it's stupidity. Mm-hmm. As I heard somebody say this morning, and I don't know because I'm not a better. Never have been. But he said, give your brother the tips and let him bet under his name. Yeah. His name's Ridley. There's a lot of guys. Nobody would have ever detected it.
4: Would have been an issue.
2: Bet under his name—that's the thing. If you really wanted to bet and have inside information, use somebody else's name.
4: Nobody would know the difference. Is that not a thing? Yeah. Well, it wouldn't have been a thing until he went to cash in his winnings. You buy the ticket; you don't put your name on buying it. I don't got to give my name when I buy a lottery ticket or bet on a game. But if he'd given the inside info to his cousin, Phil
2: Ridley, nobody would know. Right so guilty of stupidity more than anything that too yes but i will say this about betting i was in las vegas and i did win 75 dollars a lot of money to me on a blackjack hand and woo! i got the same the dopamine dopamine fire, fire. Oh. uh and the person i was with grabbed me by the shoulder we're done and i was gone <laughs> so it's the same so a true story or when you get that email from DraftKings the next morning after you won on fantasy football. Mm.
4: Bingo Right. <laughs> Let's it, double it down, baby. It right.
2: So I'm very, very on the betting. I'm not against it, just for me. Or I will bet two to three dollars through Bet Regal, obviously. But I keep it very, very I keep responsible. A on it. Responsible, yeah. I should be the spokesperson for responsible gaming. Yes. Uh, sports update when we come back, viewer takeover, and all the rest. We got a lot going on today. You're watching the RP show live from Grey Gill Resorting Casino. We're at the stage bar. Lanny McDonald coming up an hour or two right here at the facility. You're watching on Game Plus television, live streaming on YouTube. And if you missed the show, catch our podcast wherever you enjoy your favorite podcasts, including Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and Spotify.
1: Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You got to subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed.
2: That's the spot. Great Eagle Resort and Casino. We're right here in the Stage Bar. Sports update. Only two teams remain unbeaten at the Tim Hortons Briar in Lethbridge, Alberta. Sorry. Olympian Brad Gushu's Wild wildcard one team will look to improve to 5-0 against PEI's Tyler Smith this afternoon while wildcard 2's Matt Dunstone searches for his sixth win against Mike McEwen's Manitoba rink tonight. It was the quasi-poll question, Moose. Who represents Saskatchewan's best chance at ending the
4: briar drought? Dunstone or Flash? I'm voting for that weapon. Matt Dunstone, but how about you? Yeah, I'm going with Dunstone too. That was the question that Vic Router posed last night. It was a great game with Cooey, by the way. That was like Vic had it first. Vic was there. By the way, he was there. He's alive. He's alive. He's got a pulse, and he's on TV. Good. But they said if if Dunstone wins it, is that breaking Saskatchewan's drought? Yes, because it was the first time Saskatchewan had uh, Saskatchewan team had gone five and zero to start the Briar since. Um, Ron Folk. No, Ernie. There's a Rick Folk. Um, Rick. Ron's his brother. What's the name? Um, Ernie. Ernie. Since Ernie did it. Um, Richardson. Ernie Richardson. Thank you. The last name was slipping my mind.
2: I know my curling. Four Canadian teams are in action on a busy night in the NHL. The Seattle Kraken make their first ever visit to Toronto as they face the Maple Leafs at Scotiabank Arena. The Kraken have just one win in their past 10 games. Well, the Leafs are coming off a 5 4 victory in Seatown last night, Columbus. Uh, Senators also visiting the Blues. The Winnipeg Jets host the Tampa Bay Lightning, and the Calgary Flames welcome in the Washington Capitals. And I just want to say this big story. You're going to see it come up at rodpeterson.com from the Canadian Press Newswire about Alberta teams primed to welcome Ovechkin. And I think it's just wrong, although I'm, I'm posting the article, Darren. But I went and counted the. Capitals roster today. There's, I think, at least four Russians on the Capitals roster Ovechkin, Kuznetsov, Orlov, and the goalie Semyonov. What the hell? Why do I keep looking over here? Sorry, guys. Samsonov. Samsonov. Yeah, used to be Varlamov. Yes, Ilya Samsonov. That's four, and there might be more. I was going to shoot a text to uh, my good friend Ross Mahoney, the assistant GM of the Capitals, and I thought, I don't want to put him on the spot. Right. Why is Ovi the only one that's getting all the attention
4: on this? Because he's the most recognizable name. It's not fair. Yeah. They're all Russians. It doesn't matter. You know, life isn't fair, right? Why does the quarterback have to answer the questions in the press conference? He didn't drop the pass or miss a tackle or, right? But he's the leader. He's the guy with the, with the C on his chest, Ovechkin is, and he's going to be the face. There's always a face of the movement or a face of the whatever, he, and for this, it's Ovechkin. He, he didn't even ask to be. And guess what? doesn't matter if he's getting asked to be. He's getting paid to be. No, he's not. He's getting paid to score goals. Yeah, but this comes with it. When you get more money and you score more goals, you also know you have to deal with these certain things.
2: Stay tuned, folks, at twelve oh five mountain time there will be a cage match here at the stage bar me and the moose i think it's wrong i i get it
4: but life's not fair life's not fair and like you know we often it's it, you get paid for value and you don't get paid and this is an argument that we have all the time you don't necessarily get paid for your sweat equity and how much you work you get paid for value and that's a tough one to to justify sometimes some somebody who does less work can get paid more but they bring more value um i think Ovi knows what he's signed up for i think he's it's not it's not you know it's not always going to be fair but fair doesn't always mean the same i get what you're saying but be different if he was the lowest paid okay, guy and they okay him out okay a...
2: okay okay i'm not as upset as it seems but andrew stoot montreal fans watching on youtube he says he's friends with putin that's why rod okay andrew so your best friend goes out and murders somebody this afternoon is it your fault should you get shit for it
4: come on I... see that's the problem i know I know, and but it's wrong. I know, but again, killed by association. Sure, not in this case. We covered this last week. But you could be, you know what? I go, I go to the biker bar, call them the Hell's Angels, whatever. i any. I could go to any, be part of any club because I'm a fan of crib, and these are the only guys in town that love to play cribbage. Okay, but what they do in their own time? Now I'm, you know, I'm associated you're with it. you going to literally argue the other side of this for real? Of course. You are who you're associated with. People are going to ask you, Rod, why are you hanging out at that club? And then you go. I'd gone home. And then I wasn't there when this stuff went down. Perfect. I've lived it. That's perfect. You've got an explanation, right? But that's why they would grill Ovi on the Putin thing because he's taking photos and playing hockey and blah blah blah. And then they ask him, be like, I don't really want this to be happening and. So he answers the questions, right? He's—he shouldn't be guilty by association, but there should at least be—he should be on the suspect list, right? I'm not guilty of whatever the biker gang's doing, but at least I'm on the—I'm on, on the suspect list because there's video of me walking gang in. leader. So we're gonna lock you up. No, there. no, that, that's what I get out. We're of gonna this. question you. We're gonna question you because the video shows you walking in there every Tuesday at four thirty, right? Now, what's your alibi when they were doing the thing? I'm good. I was just going there to play cards. Right, and they, then once they do, you're off the hook. I should be, yes, absolutely. So but, Ovi should be off the hook. Absolutely, absolutely. But, but he should be getting questioned. I don't you know, disagree with him getting questioned because of the association. You didn't think we were going to go down this road? That's today. great. I love it. <laughs> By the way, before we break and come back for
2: viewer takeover, and don't we'll see what Lanny thinks about this in hour two the leaf
4: pullover that you're wearing is there any particular reason just is game day yeah they won last night and i figured you know we would talk about uh well not that game as much the battle of alberta was i was flipping between three things last night and so there was a win i saw it i haven't worn it yet yeah and (laughs) running out of clean clothes well i can show you a place to do your laundry
2: (laughs) good okay we'll take a time out it's the rp show and it's spicy today We're live from Gray Eagle Resort and Casino. You're watching on Game Plus TV Network, YouTube, live streaming, and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com.
1: Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now.
2: Here we go. It's the Stage Bar at Great Eagle Resort and Casino. We got a lot going on. We got a live studio audience. I think this is going to become a thing here, Moose, and I'm okay with it. Yeah. I'm okay with it. If they realize, though, that it's live performance up here, not a movie, and they're not, you know, yelling at us from down <laughs> in the galley, which was going on yesterday, but that's fine. Uh, a lot of things coming to light here. Capitals and Flames tonight. Landon McDonald coming up in hour two. Everything's happening. Bob Cole famously said. Right. Our guy Lee is telling us that some information's coming to light from Bob Slay Canada that is vindicating Kaylee Humphreys. And I thought, to be honest, I, I would like to read this story. This is what in the last 24 hours? Yeah, it's why she down. left Bob Slay Canada. I can't speak for Kaylee Humphreys, but I'll say she's moved on. A lot of the time, by the time these things come to light, we've moved on. It doesn't matter anymore. She was trying to shake the trees and tell you at the time you weren't listening. See, you got to leave. Sound familiar? And then it comes to light. Oh, well, now she's gone. And winning. And and winning to the text line from the 902. That's the line to reach us. 902-518-3033. Chris in Surrey says, does Moose need a hug? (laughs) He's pretty ruthless today. Oh, try working for him. Uh, (laughs) No, he's never like this. This is why I'm shocked. Uh, I know. He's like, Calvin, Ridley? That's your
4: problem. You were suffering from mental health issues. (laughs) Who
2: cares? Off with your head.
4: (laughs) If somebody just tuned in now, please go back and watch the segment. And what was the other one on Ovi? Oh, yeah, you're Russian,
2: so you got to answer for Putin. What's wrong with you today? What's in that coffee?
4: I know, right? They charged $10 for it, so. She got me. She did. Can you tell everybody that? Her name was Rawa. And I said,
2: Can I get some coffee in my cup? And she says, Sure. I filled it up. She goes, 10 bucks. Can I don't have it.
4: Just, just kidding. No, you like, can I get you later? Like, all oh, serious. You saw that exchange? Oh yeah, I w- I got into it well, first because there's a <laughs> the mobile coffee cart. That thing is like the trolley. It comes by once, and you got to make sure you stop. It's like the Dickie D ice cream truck. Exactly. It's like the ice cream truck. So when yeah. you see it, you got to jump down and go catch the coffee cart, and yeah, she's she's laughing, and she's like, "Coffee's complimentary, sir." Next, except for you. <laughs> Did you train her, Moose? Uh,
2: pretty good. There's Bruce, the voice of Great Eagle Resort and Casino, on the microphone. Another jackpot? Yeah, he's just back uh, today for the first time in a couple of months. We just met him today for the first time. Back to on point, if there is such a thing. Jeff and Regina's watching, and he says, I bet more players do this more than we think and haven't got caught. He's talking about what Calvin Ridley did, betting on games. The guy suspended for all of 2022 in the NFL. And I swear, man, we could go a third hour, four hours on that particular topic, betting by the players. Where I'm so happy to say, I'm out. It's like that, that stuff went down to the club after midnight last night, but I left at 11. Right. Like, it doesn't affect me. As a matter of fact, when Sports Select first started in the late 90s, early 2000s, I was betting on games as the voice of the Rough Riders because I had inside information. I was not being paid by the team, by the way. And I was winning, and I felt dirty, and I stopped. And, but not everybody's like that, you know? Right. So I just wonder how many, do you think players are doing that? I, I will fully say, 30 years in the sports business, I don't know one player that was given inside information to anybody. I'm betting none. No. As, as God is my witness. I've never thought that, never heard that they were. And I was around the players all the time.
4: Yeah, I'm not so naive that I would say it's not happening. And, you know, it's never happening. But I don't see it. I don't hear of it. I don't know of it. You and I know a lot of players. Like, I'm not sitting. I don't think it's a widespread thing, you know. If there's one or two guys that are doing it because they're underpaid or whatever or they've got some other issues, I could see guys with with private bookies and different things like that. Are you condoning it? No, of course not. Last minute of play in
2: hour one. Last minute of play. Well, I remember an off-season in the CFL a couple years ago when we had two players charged with drug trafficking. Mm. Whom will remain nameless? Of course, I am always the fish swimming upstream. What did I say? Maybe we should pay these guys more. They would not have to resort to selling cocaine in the off-season.
1: How about that?
2: Well, it's quick, easy money. Yeah. It's why people get into it.
4: So. I know. Listen. Everybody's got their own circumstances and it's a, it's a slippery slope. It's a tough, tough road to be in but yeah. yeah. But there's some lines you can't cross.
2: We're gonna see you next hour. We'll see you. we'll set the cage up. All right. Uh, let's do it. All right. Lanny McDonald in the house, an hour two. Stick around coming up here on Game Plus TV.
1: Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe, click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. For more Rod Peterson on demand, visit rodpeterson.com.